Five years ago today, uh, actually five years ago, a couple of days ago, I went to Utica, New York for the first time, and the Urban Phoenix was unofficially born. For those who haven't followed from the beginning or don't know the story, um, the Urban Phoenix began out of an idea that I had. I wanted to go to um, underappreciated cities or cities that had bad reputations, especially from the perspective of, of my own city, Rochester. And I wanted to go to these places and tell the story about why people live there. And if they're such horrible places, well, <laughs> you know, what, what was there to do? And, and, and I wanted to kind of, you know, change people's minds if I could. And boy, did I ever. <laughs> I went to Utica. I traveled to Utica on November 8th, 2014. And I had an amazing time. I had one of the best days of my life. And it was a day that would subsequently change my life because when I finally published the story and published the pictures about my experience in Utica, um, it went completely viral. 14,000 views the first day, twenty-eight or 25,000 in two days, I think it was. Uh, radio interviews, TV interviews, and invitations to come back, meet the mayor. Uh, it was my phone would not shut up. It was, it was, it was pandemonium. It was just, I could not keep up with the emails and the, the phone calls and everything like that. And, you know, it was interesting. It was, it was, um, <laughs> you talk about a city that was, you know, that th this is a city that knew that not a lot of people knew <laughs> had good things going on. Right. So th this had become a self-fulfilling prophecy, I think, for the people of this city. And and to have somebody come in from the outside and recognize that there were revitalization efforts happening, that there was some great culture there, some amazing people, that people were seemed a little different there. They were they were gritty and 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 focused and and excited about their their city's revitalization. You know, there was this real strong, powerful effort there, and it was just it was just this grit, this happy you know, uh, this, this, we're going to, we're going to do this. If it kills us, we're going to make this place uh, better every day. And, you know, I've, I've met so many people um, from Utica and from the central New York area who really feel that way. And it's so, it's so great to see that energy and that, you know, that, that power. Um, and, you know, that visit led to the beginning of the urban Phoenix. And that's how this got started. I started writing about, um, you know, cities that had, um, kind of that had fallen a long way and 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 it had bad reputations and talk about how they were reinventing themselves thus the urban phoenix name i know that kind of what i write about now it, i don't know that that name necessarily applies as much anymore to be perfectly honest because i write more about um elements of elements of urban revitalization um not even urban revitalization just getting back to what makes cities work what makes cities functional right and also talking about the perceptions we have about our cities and how to change um, those perceptions, not just about our cities, but our communities, our lives, our lifestyles. Um, you know, I talk a lot about the automobile now. And, and uh, you know, while that has a, a profound impact on, on how we approach our cities, um, it's certainly a, a different issue. And, and I don't know that it really, the, the urban Phoenix name really kind of captures that, that element of what I'm doing. But... Um, for the most part, what I do is I talk about cities and I talk about um, the power of cities and, and the power they have to build community, the power they have to uh, be wonderful places of efficiency, 
Uh, and the power they have to kind of reconnect us to a life that I feel like is, is swinging out of control. Um, as much as we drive, as much as we travel, as far away as we live from everything, um, you know, that is in, environmentally, economically, um, you know, unsustainable. And it, it, we've created a, a massive infrastructure that we cannot pay for as a nation. And, uh, and we keep trying and, and it, it, eventually this is all going to crumble because we just have not allocated, there aren't enough funds to allocate to keep up what we've done. But anyway, getting back to, you know, how this all started, this started as an exploration of cities, especially around my state, um, that, uh, had gone through a tough time and were coming back in a different way. Um, you know, is is not not as manufacturing cities, but as places, um, you know, as environments that welcome smaller business uh, tech. Um, you know, it turned out to be you know um, reinvented themselves as kind of a destination. Um, you know, downtown housing again. You know, these these kinds of things. I saw this happen all over the state, and it was great to be able to shed that kind of light on 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 Utica. And and subsequently Schenectady and Binghamton and Troy and and you know just went on from there. <clears throat> so, you know, I I'm tremendously happy and proud of what we've been able to accomplish together. Thank you all so much for your support. I want to touch on a couple more things when I come back um, because this is this is it's important. It's an important conversation. talking about a very important anniversary for the urban phoenix five years since i took my first trip to utica it's really an interesting coincidence that this past week um a writer from the new york post maureen callahan was writing about the opening of the new brooklyn wegmans i'm sure a lot of you saw this article and i already commented on it both on social media and here on the podcast and, you know, she, what she called Rochester, grim and depressing, <laughs> which is funny because, of course, all of Rochester has responded with, you know, you know, come see our grim and depressing city, tongue in cheek, haha, you know, look, Rochester residents know things are happening here and very good things are happening here. And, and I, I don't think anybody really took that seriously. Um, but, you know, it, it does... It does. It does hit a hit a nerve, right? I mean, all of us are trying. A lot of us are trying to do uh, good things in this city, and it takes one person to uh, one person's disparaging comments to to really to really negate all that and negate the the hard work that we're putting forward to try to make our city a better place every day. Uh, and there's a lot of people here trying to do that. But here's my thing: there's a lot of people in every city trying to do that. So we have to remember. Just like so many people I heard did this to Utica, we have to remember that whenever we say, oh, that city sucks, there's a lot of people in that city that are trying to make it not suck, okay? There's, there's a, there are a lot of people working hard to negate decades of transformation, of change, of the loss of manufacturing, of uh, you know economic 
you know, morphism. I, you know, uh, this, our cities have changed in a lot of ways. Um, and, and there's a billion reasons for that. That's not worth going into now, but you know, there's a, there's, there's a, there's a concerted effort now in every city USA to get back to the city that we want to see. And, you know, to say disparaging remarks, if you haven't been there in a while, you haven't really done a deep dive trying to understand what's happening in that city today, not what happened in that city 20 years ago, but what's going on there today. If, you, if you're making disparaging remarks without visiting, without knowing, without doing that deep dive, you're doing a disservice to all those good people that are trying to make a difference in that city. That's plain and simple. You're not insulting the city. You're insulting the people that are still working every day to try to make it better. And these people exist in every community USA. They are our neighbors. They are our friends. You've known someone. Maybe you personally have worked on something very hard. And somebody insults the general field in which you're working or, or whatever. And, and, you're, and you sit there and you say, you know what? That's not fair. That's not fair. I'm working every day to make a difference in this area. And with one comment, you can kind of swiftly negate all of my hard work. We've all felt it. We all know somebody who's felt it. So let's stop. Let's continue to do those deep dives uh, into those places, those areas, those communities that we don't know. Let's meet the people. Let's eat at the restaurants. Let's talk to the uh, bartender, you know? And, and I think that's the, that's the key. I think the lesson in the, the way the urban Phoenix began, and obviously, you know, we talk about different things now, but the, the, the central tenant is true. Go into these places and, and, and really try to understand. My man, Chris Clemens from Exploring Upstate, um, you can't, you, you can't have a better kind of comprehensive view of, of upstate New York. I mean, he, he, he goes into every little community and does research and talks to people and gives really tours on some of the smallest little places that have some of the nuanced, most nuanced little pieces of history or tiny little, you know, uh, places of interest. He finds all these things. These, these, these pieces that people can identify with in those communities and those, these pieces that if you visit these communities, you can understand why they're unique and beautiful. And that's what we have to do more of. We really do. I get it. We can't all do the Urban Phoenix thing, <laughs> okay? You know, it, it's, it's, you know, but we can kind of appreciate, we can kind of walk into these places and instead of making a blanket statement, we can walk into these places with an open mind and really try to have a, 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 an experience. And listen, reach out to these, uh, the, 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 you know, the tourism departments that, uh, that encompass these, these places and these cities. They'll tell you what's there. They'll tell you what's what. That's their job. If you're passing somewhere on the thruway, if you're driving, if you're taking the train somewhere, if you're, whatever you're doing, if you're passing someplace and you want to stop in, call the county tourism office for that county. For example, in, in Utica, I contacted Oneida County Tourism um, uh, and, and spoke with a young woman named Sarah Foster. I'll never forget the conversation. Um, who was just so excited that somebody wanted to come in and, and check out all there was uh, going on in Utica. And she was so excited to express to me her uh, enthusiasm for what was happening there. So that's their job. I mean, their job is to say, hey, I'm so glad you're coming. Let's welcome you in. Let's, you know, ch check this place out. Check this place out. I think you'll like this. So, you know, th those resources are there. Use them. Use them absolutely. 
there's, you know, there's one really big lesson about the start of the Urban Phoenix beyond everything else, beyond what I talk about as far as, um, you know, cars and bikes and walkability and things like that. It's really, if you haven't experienced our cities, if you haven't experienced, whether you're living in the suburbs and you haven't gone to the city in 25 years, whether you are from one city and you think another city sucks, stop. Stop the judgment. 20, 25 years has been a long time and a lot of change is happening in our cities, even you know small cities. A lot of people are working very, very hard to make these places, uh, um, you know, to, to, to kind of remake their, their identity and their image. And it's working. Remember, crime is down, you know, tremendously in our cities. I don't know, it doesn't seem like it because media is in our face constantly telling us how dangerous these places are. But crime has been decline, declining steadily since, since 1990, uh, especially in our urban areas. So if that's what's keeping you, stop and just go. <laughs> stop, stop worrying and go and check it out. Um, if you think that there's nothing in these places, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. I really, really do. A lot of people think that there's nothing in Utica. And you know what? There's plenty. There's more stuff to do than you can spend in a day. And it's good stuff. It's really, really good stuff. I, I, I can't tell you enough that our cities are changing now. And they're not going to be what they used to be. They're never going to be the manufacturing hotbeds, especially here in the robust belt, the, my new word for the rust belt. It's rust, but with OB, just adding the letters OB, open for business. <laughs> Get it? See what I did there? Okay, it's terrible. You know, but these cities will never be that again. They'll never be that thing that you thought that they were. They're going to be something different now. And I think you're going to like what they are. I discovered what Utica is now. And I continue to learn what these cities are now and how they're transitioning. And that's led me on this incredible journey. That, by the way, I'm so grateful to everyone who supported that journey um, for. Um, this, is, this has changed my life. My exploration of cities and what makes cities great has changed my life. It's changed my perspective on people. It's changed my perspective on society in general. And it's, it's for the better. I feel that I am empowered by... by it, it took one trip to Utica to start this journey that has empowered me to, to find my voice and, and realize that we can get back to centralized living, that we can get back to creating cities uh, where people want to be again. We can get back to cities as being places of inclusion. We can get back to cities as being places uh, that aren't dominated by the automobile, where people can get out of their cars and walk around and bike around and enjoy their city on foot which is how cities were supposed to, that's how cities were, were, were built. That's what made cities uh, fantastic. It is not, <laughs> you know, cities were around long before, you know, cars, um, mass transit, walking on foot, you know, getting to places easily uh, without, uh, without using the automobile. That's, that's what, uh, you know, that's what this is all about. Cities are just large collections of people. And it's important to build human elements into cities. 
And when I realized that, it changed the way I saw our communities and how we approach our communities. And it's for the better. One trip to a city that I'd never heard a good thing about, and this is the outcome. I challenge you, everybody out there listening, have your own adventure. Change your own mind. Take an active role in changing some opinion that you have. Cross over and, and, you know, and, and take a risk. Put yourself out there. Because I'll tell you what, my life would be very different. Very, very, very different if I didn't hop on that train that day with the idea that I was going to see what this small town had in store for me. It's an experience that changed my life. The people I've met have changed my life. And I thank everybody who has contributed along the way, who has followed this journey along the way. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for five years of, uh, of, of, of an incredible ride. Here's the five more years, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. Get out there and explore. Change your mind. Change some other minds. Just be proactive about it. Thanks so much. Have a great day.